You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey, y'all. Spooky season is here. And if you're looking for a show to whet your appetite for a little haunted history, then I'd like to invite you to check out Southern Gothic, a chart-topping history podcast that explores some of the most infamous legends, folklore, ghost stories, and hauntings of the American South. We've covered all sorts of stuff from the Bell Witch of Tennessee to the disappearance of the Confederate submarine, the H.L. Hunley, not to mention our deep dives into the local lore of some of America's oldest and most haunted cities like New Orleans, Charleston, and St. Augustine. So, if you're ready for a little good old-fashioned Halloween storytelling with a commitment to quality historical research, then be sure to check out Southern Gothic today. It's available now on all your favorite podcast apps. Monster House presents Monster Talks, a proud member of the Airwave Media Podcast Network, home of such shows as Subtext, The Projection Booth, and The Daily Meditation Podcast. If you'd like to advertise on this show, contact sales at advertisecast.com. At Monster Talk, we're always looking into mysteries, but there's one mystery which only you can provide the answer for. Who are you? Airwave Media is doing a network-wide audience survey, and we would love to learn more about you, our listeners, the people who make this show possible with your support and attention. Just go to surveymonkey.com forward slash r forward slash airwave, all one word. So that's surveymonkey.com forward slash r r like the letter r forward slash airwave but don't worry i'll put a link to that in the show notes select monster talk from the drop down list of shows and then fill out the simple question to tell us more about who you are we hope to hear from you that's surveymonkey.com forward slash r forward slash airwave thanks it's actually quite unlike anything we've ever seen before a giant, hairy creature, part ape, part man. In Loch Ness, a 24-mile-long bottomless lake in the highlands of Scotland, it's a creature known as the Loch Ness Monster. Welcome to Monster Talk, the science show about monsters. I'm Blake Smith. And I'm Karen Stolzner. Hey there, Monster Talkers. This intro and outro are going to be super brief. Like the Martian invaders from H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, I've been brought low by a tiny virus, and I can barely stop coughing long enough to record this. So please forgive my brevity, and I hope you find our discussion in this episode fun and informative. 
Look, there's more than 8 billion people in the world, and we don't all use the same standards of evidence or have the same cultural basis for figuring out what's real and what's not. Carl Mamer, our guest for this episode, has been chugging along, engaging with a variety of strange conspiracies on his podcast, The Conspiracy Skeptic, for many years. And today he's bringing us one that I hope is as lighthearted as I think it is. Unfortunately, we live in a world where even the most unlikely conspiracy can be believed by millions. And with the internet, it's easy for these people to meet up and reinforce their faith in these anti-establishment notions. Today's story is a doozy. It involves giants and maps and history cover-ups and lots and lots of mud. Our show notes will have some links for further reading and listening. But let's get on to our talk with Carl. Monster Talk. So if uh, if our audience doesn't know you, Carl, uh, I, I feel like there's a couple things I should point them to. And one would be uh, your podcast, The uh, Conspiracy Skeptic, which yeah. you've been doing for several weeks now. How's that going? Yeah, that's uh, uh, a little slow, a little slow. <laughs> At least. <laughs> I've, I've, I've almost run out of conspiracies. That's the problem, right? Oh, so, no. What? <laughs> well, we've got a new possible. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, people aren't making up any new ones. That's a known fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there a reason, is there a conspiracy that can account for the lack of new conspiracies, Carl? <sighs> very meta. Mm. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. very, very. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> But the other thing is your new book, a uh, relatively new book, The Skeptic's Book of Lists, uh, which we'll put a link to in our show notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be sure to buy it through the link in our show notes so we can get the, I'm guessing, two or three cents for each sale. So that's going to add up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I can almost afford an oil change. So nice. I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased, yes. It is yeah. a lovely book, Impressive. though. Um, it's, yes, got, it's, yes. it's got some content from, like, one particularly clever guy. Um What's that guy's that? Me? What? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say I, Dal, me. I, I have your beautiful picture in my book. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You and you and Haley Stevens, the uh, the two most attractive people in skeptical podcasting. So, Oh, uh, hey, hey Karen's right here, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that's why they're not selling. <laughs> this, this, yeah, don't put my picture on the cover next time that's a good piece of advice uh <laughs> carl just to ask you what kinds of conspiracy theories do you cover on your show i think my tagline was sort of you know conspiracies of the the not too distant uh past so yeah i didn't want to kind of go back to uh you know really go back really 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 far into some kind of ancient times and, and stuff like that i kind of wanted to cover more of the sort of the modern conspiracies but uh you know after doing it a number of years now it's just kind of almost like uh you got a conspiracy well i'll i'll talk to you i don't care if it's like this has been around for two thousand years and no one's heard of it since then and you know so yeah it's a lot of old wine and new bottles right so it's uh, <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> it is, you know, it's uh, it's always being uh, a lot, a lot yeah. of stuff's always being recycled. Well, it, it does sometimes sure. feel like it's how can we blame the Jews this time, you know, and that that gets a little stale. But yes. I, it, yeah, <laughs> it goes back to the basically a lot of it stems from the protocols, right? The it protocols really does. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. which was which was a show. I did a show on that. But it's also that's a uh, you know Russian misinformation, something we don't have to deal with these days. Yeah, no, no, and uh, yeah, and then that you know that's almost kind of you know what I'm on to talk about. 
Oh, okay. Well, I feel like we're on one of those uh, morning shows, and like we've got the segment where someone brings in like a, an animal. So, what, what have Sorry. you brought for us to see today, Carl? All right. Okay. Well, this is this is Crocodile. actually this is uh, I mean this is actually uh, boy, this is nuts. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, but it does it does kind of answer a longstanding criticism about the whole, you know, ancient aliens, you know, Graham Hancock hyper diffusionism. I mean, what is, what is kind of the number one criticism of maybe ancient aliens and hyper diffusionism? It's a, it's still on TV. It's still on TV, right? (laughs) Well, (laughs) and they're making more of it. Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean, traditionally one of the big criticisms has always been, it's like, you know, uh, you know, if, it, you know, if white, you know, if white people didn't make it, then it was aliens or it was, you know, white blonde Atlanteans or something like that. Like the, the it's it's it's, it's inherently a, a racist, very racist uh, uh, I, I, idea that that is kind of the criticism. Yes. And, and people are always like, you know, how come, you know, like St. Paul's cathedrals never people claim, you know, space aliens built that. Well, back in 2016, someone did say hold my beer. Uh, in fact, you know, what uh, Westerners think of as, uh, you know, your your greatest cultural accomplishments are, you didn't build those. They were actually built by uh, a race of Russian giants. Oh, so Russian giants built all these giant buildings. But basically, yeah. This, yeah, okay, this, this, okay. I mean, th- this is one of those kind of few conspiracies can where you can... quite tall. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's part of it, too. I mean, this is one of those few conspiracies that you could actually almost trace it back to kind of, you know, patient zero, who is this uh, kind of this Russian, uh, young Russian, I'm not sure where he lives, but uh, he's of Russian ancestry. Uh, Philip, and I'm going to totally mutilate his last name, Philip Druzin. Uh, he has a YouTube channel and he started kind of talking about this in 20, back in 2016. All right. So it's called the, uh, the, basically the Tartarian empire. The idea that there's, there's this, was this hidden lost empire of Tartaria. Now this is basically, this is akin to, if you look at an old map, and you see, you know, here be dragons. Yeah. Someone going, well, that was an ocean with dragons. People thinking that, you know, map makers put that on there, not as kind of a, like a placeholder or, a, you know, but as, as if, you know, well, map, maker, map makers knew dragons existed. So that's why they put it on there. So long, long time ago, the, uh, the you know, we pretty much have explored the entire planet today, but you know, a long time ago there was huge swaths of uh, of Asia. So basically, from the Urals to the Pacific Ocean and sort of you know north of the Caspian Sea that nobody had actually sort of explored in, from Europe. In, yeah, from Europe. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, the yeah, people who exactly. lived there probably had a pretty good sense of. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did a little bit of poking around. That's true. Yeah. So uh, so it's kind of like that kind of that big kind of expand. You know, I mean, they kind of knew where the continent ended on, you know, 
on the uh, on on some of the east, but you know they and they they had kind of it mapped out, but they didn't really know what was there. So as sort of a placeholder, they just called it, um, um, uh, you know, t- uh, sort of sort of Tartaria, or you've probably heard that expression, you know, Tartars, or you know, yes. steak tartar, tartar sauce, that 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 mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So so there's all these ancient maps. Well, not ancient maps. I mean, maps from you know, from uh, say the 18th and even into the 19th century, where it's just you know says like Tartaria. And uh, so again, it was just it was just a placeholder. Now, there's not that no one has kind of a good theory about where that word Tartar came from or Tartaria, where that sort of came from. So, um, my personal favorite is it, it's kind of sort of a reference to uh, to, to Tartarus. So uh, basically, I mean, if you you know Blake, you played Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, you will recognize that as the you know the 19th outer plane, home to. Uh, chaotic neutral demons, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's mentioned in the Bible as well. It's it's definitely analogous to hell or or what, yeah, an, an infernal place. Exactly. So yeah. it, you know, map makers just kind of it was a bit almost a bit of an insult, right? So it's like like you know, for me, I would you know, if you were like you know, uh, like Michigan's Upper Peninsula, I would just it's hell. I would just, you know, I just write hell across Michigan's UP, right? That's so, yeah, it was just kind of, I think, I, I think it was a bit of an in, kind of an insult. Like, there's just what's there? It's, it's hell, man. Just don't go there. So they, they abandon kind of, hope, all ye who, you know, go so, yeah, yeah. and so on. Exactly. So, so that's really kind of where it sort of came from. And, and, you know, then, you know, so the Mongols, when they sort of came in, you know, they were, they were Tartars. And as they kind of explored, it's like, oh, you know, there's different people and, okay, you are like, you know, you, you are, you know, Northern Tartars and Southern Tartars. And eventually we figured out what, what's, what's there. But, and as we figure out what's there, you know, names changed and occasionally, you know, map makers would say, well, what do you call yourselves? And then we, oh, okay, we'll write that on the map. So, so yeah, but, but, but this guy, uh, uh, that this, this, uh, Philip, Druzin, the guy kind of just, you know, took map makers at, at their word that, you know, that, that this was a great and vast empire in the, uh, say, you know, in the 18th and 19th century, which then begs the question, you know, um, well, where, you know, what was it, you know, where did it go? Is there signs of it? And, you know, and again, you know, being a kind of Russian uh, ancestry, obviously, uh, you know, he's kind of proud of uh, being Russian. And when you kind of look at Western history, you know, Russia's always kind of, you know, it's an afterthought in history. And a lot of people, you know, don't want, they, they want to think, you know, their their nation is sort of the center of the world and will spin various mythologies. And, you know, Blake, we used to do that podcast, Ask a Canadian. You're completely aware of all the, you know, the mythologies canadians like me spin that you know that we are you know we are we great and impressive people and you know and that that sort of I'm stuff still, so i still think poutine's pretty important it's a it's it's a cultural gift from canada well and you've also you. got you've got uh, ice hockey what we call football right i think <laughs> yeah football, football. <laughs> <laughs> three downs uh, well, i was gonna say this makes me think of um makes me think of uh, germany and uh, hitler and the teutonic theories as well of uh, the Aryans and oh, the world greatness. ice theory. Yeah. Yeah, Ex- exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of just sort of like take that erase Aryans and write in sort of Tartarians. Basically... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> write in sort of yeah. Tartars, Tartarians, tar- basically Russians and stuff but, like but that. But where so, are these giant Russians? Well, that, that's the thing. So, so 
this is this at the heart of it. This is almost like an architectural conspiracy. It's a lot of kind of anomaly hunting. So it's like you know, you know, what is the proof that this existed? What is the proof that they were you know this great and powerful empire? Uh, and, and it's a lot of just like looking at pictures of old buildings, which you know sounds kind of dull to some people, but it's you know they, everyone needs a hobby, right? So so this this uh, Drazoon guy, um, you know, he began to notice sort of things like. Hey, you know, like if you look at really old photos, like from the 19th century, you know, you'll see like really big, impressive stone buildings in, let's say, like America. And then they're sort of surrounded by not so impressive buildings, like just a lot of wood, crappy wood buildings. So he, he came to the conclusion that, you know, how could, say, you know, like people out, say, in San Francisco in the 19th century build these really impressive, you know, uh, you know, libraries or train stations or or even post offices, and then just everything around it are just kind of you know these kind of crappy wood, you know, buildings that aren't really impressive. And he, and he sort of he he his whole his whole idea is that well, you know, Americans didn't build them. You know, when you look around the world and you look at you know St. Paul's you know cathedral and you know Notre Dame and and uh, and uh, like the White House and even the pyramids, that that it was actually these uh, these 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 tar Tartarian people. They 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 built them, and many of them were were giants. Because you know, again, if you notice, like a lot of these buildings, right? They have like, you know, going to like an old train station. It's you know the ceilings are pretty high, right? You know they've got really high ceilings and huge massive doors, and you know, what you know. I, you know, we've traveled, right? And when you get to your destination, the last thing you want to do is go, wow, this is a really cool train station. Look at the grandeur of, you just want to get your luggage and get, get out of there, right? So why would people build mm -hmm. them like this? Well, because they had to accommodate giants. So that's kind of his, his idea. So so these Tartarians were not just, wow. not just, you know, sort of this hyper diffusionist bringing Russian giants, you know, bringing culture to the rest of the world, you know, but, you know, they were also, you know, they were, they were uh, free energy and, you know, you know, so think of like Atlantis and now just erase all of your, you know, Atlanteans and then sort of write in, uh, you know, uh, Russian Tartarian giants. And it's the same, same kind of, ah. kind of story. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Each week on Chinwag, we dig into the weird topics you wonder about, that you care about. The stuff none of us are totally sure of, like the Bermuda Triangle, Mothman, consciousness, philosophy, UFOs, ghosts, or say Bigfoot. So who's to say that there's not alien species that are Sasquatch? Like I've seen a ghost, and I would hear something walking and breathing. Maybe every path is right. I will accept as a premise that every path is right. That is a face on Mars. Eyes, nose. It kind of looked like Wilson the volleyball. Some people enjoy the waves or whatever uh, crashing, and I enjoy listening to a quantum physics audiobook. I do think there are many things in the world that we just don't understand yeah. and probably won't understand. That's our yeah. whole show. <laughs> so join us every Wednesday on all major podcast platforms and find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at ChinwagPod and Wagon. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? 
Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show has examined weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. Thing done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. So, yeah. So, what is this great mud flood conspiracy that uh, we've heard yes. of? Okay, yes, so... Connected to this. Yes, exactly. So that's the problem, right? So now you have to sort of wonder, right? You know, there was this incredibly powerful uh, empire of giants that built, uh, you know, built all of these impressive buildings all all around the world. Uh, and uh, and w- w- where did they go, right? So the, the, idea, the idea is that uh, they were wiped out in a kind of a global flood, but not kind of a biblical flood, but a mud flood. Again, this guy, you know, these these people who subscribe to this, they look at kind of pictures. And here's sort of another thing that sort of pops out to them. And and again, then they have no idea about architecture and things like that. So they 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 have to kind of fit it into their worldview. So you know, you've probably sort of seen it before, like really old buildings, right? You know, there's kind of a basement level, right? And it's kind of like you know, even though it's a basement, it's sort of still, you know, it's about half basement. It's still kind of built above the ground and sort of got pretty tall, you know, high windows and stuff like that. So in in, in in these people's view that, you know, they didn't specifically build basements that way because, you know, right before electricity, how did you light a basement? Well, you, you had, you know, windows sort of poking above ground level that kind of let 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 light in so but in in their view that these basement windows were actually ground level and these these mud floods have just sort of you know uh sort of flooded up to you know up to sort of you know halfway of the the first floor so they 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 kind of just again they just scour scour you know the internet for pictures of old buildings and you know find these sorts of things go aha right here see this is you know this is you know this this building you can clearly see is you know half buried in mud and things like that and i I, have either of you been to seattle yes no but i I saw uh, i saw um this documentary about uh a a, a investigative journalist uh, named carl kolchak who went to seattle (laughs) and uh in his investigation there was this whole subsection of the city that was underground Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Karen, yeah, you you probably you know I either went on the tour or were enticed to go on the tour. The the under mm, Seattle. No, I went on a similar one in um, Sacramento, though. That's uh, supposed to be underground as well. So exactly yeah, another another great theory. example. Yeah, yeah, and right, and again, you know, there there were there were a number of cities that that were at a, kind of a certain level, and uh, and then you know to to. To sort of you know accommodate growth and 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 go wow that you know th- this was a really bad idea how we kind of built this downtown they just basically you know sort of Venice. built 
yeah, they kind of built on top of it. And so they just kind of buried, you know, their original town underground and then sort of built right right on top of it. Yeah. And and again, again, these these people, these these people subscribe to sort of Tartarian Empire and the, the mud flood. They uh they uh they they don't sort of kind of get that. No, this is to yeah. them is yeah, let's, let's be clear. That, this is not a parody. This is like these people sincerely believe this, right? Oh, they are. Yes, they are very. Yeah, they, as 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 Pendulet likes to say, they are pot committed to this uh, to to this idea. This, yeah, it, it does. Again, it, it's it's like is this a Poe? It's very you know, it's like kind of like flat earthers, right? It's like are, yeah, it, it, the ideas are so out of sync with what we would think of as how the world really works you know uh that they it all it does this must be a joke but no i've seen plenty of people who seem to really buy into this and that's terrifying do do you have any idea about like how many people believe this or buy into this or i mean that's the problem i mean with with QAnon, right it's almost like Everything is just folded into QAnon these days, and and it's very hard to sort of separate out like, um, you know, are you secret space program, or are you QAnon, or are you you know, are are you uh, you know, um, you know the mud flood Dutch Empire, are you QAnon? It's 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 very kind of uh, hard to, to 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 figure out, but. Um, so, but I, I mean, it's not. I, I would not say it is a large number of people because it's 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 a subset of conspiracy cranks that you know like architecture and like looking at old buildings, and that's not really everybody's you know ball of wax, right? Yeah. So, Carl, do we have any idea where this is coming from? It seems like a lot of information is coming out of YouTube. Uh, are there are there books about? this theory at this point well i mean there, there's some there, there's at least at least one self-published book <laughs> it's it's uh I, I have to sort of laugh because i mean as a self-published author myself the conspiracy or the uh, skeptics nothing uh, wrong with that yeah the skeptics book of lists that's my book but yeah as a self-published author you, you know it, you don't have a budget necessarily for uh cover art and and that sort of stuff and so uh so the, the guy is just clearly put uh, his vacation photo to Moscow as his book's cover art. You know, it's it's again, Mo- wow. you know, Moscow works very. Uh, it, it, Moscow features very sort of prominently in this whole this whole Tartarian Empire conspiracy theory. Scott Carl, we've mm-hmm. we've been doing this show um, for more than two hundred seventy five episodes, and uh, I'm going to ask you something I've never asked before. Um, but I am seriously wondering right this moment, what the f*** is wrong with people? <laughs> Patreon. Uh, I know a lot of our question. listeners are wondering why I've never asked this before, but no, seriously. <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. It, it's, it's a phenomenon I noticed in the early days of the internet. I mean, back when, um, you know, the Usenet days and... It, 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 suddenly everyone started kind of getting on the internet. Well, I was, I was sort of like a computer columnist back in the early mid sort of mid nineties. I was, and I was, if I can toot my own horn, I would, if I could toot my own horn, I was the first person in Canada to have a regular column about the internet for a daily major newspaper. Wow. For, sorry, for a major daily. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, was yeah. It, did you call it body talk? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, unfortunately, <laughs> my editor chose the name and she called it Cyberspace. So she's like, isn't Aww. it cool? And I'm like, uh, no. will, the, will the check cash? Okay, then it's cool. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Karen, you're laughing because you're a writer too, right? It's like, okay, please. Yes, yeah. Let's just yeah. check cash. And just the things that editors do. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Bottom line. Yeah. But body yeah. talk would have been a great dial-up column name. Yeah. That, it would have been. Sorry, it's still there yeah. for you. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, so the uh, yeah, but there's all these old guard, you know, computer journalists that now are getting on the net, and uh, and they they want to seem like instant experts, right? So, uh, you know, and and they're in the know. So they they st- like the number of kind of like you know sort of urban legends about the net they started passing around was like. Come on, anybody that's been that's that's not true. Like, you know, it, it was it was interesting. So so people people have this really desire to, you know, I've got secret knowledge. I'm in the know. You listen to me. So so by thinking they had secret knowledge about things, you know, about this internet thing, you listen to me, you know, uh pay attention to me, not these new you know, computer journalists. I'm the, you know, yeah. So I, 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 to, to me, it's a lot of that. It's, it's just thinking, you know, something, somebody else doesn't, and it makes you important and you, you know, and you're going to share it. You've, you know, you, you, you're yeah. through the looking glass. We've been talking about this a lot in regards to UFO culture and ghost culture as well. And there's people who think that they're special and have insider info on something yeah i, I don't know have, have you guys do you guys ever really talk to I, I mean this you know as a conspiracy uh it, you know, it involves giants which and then ropes in you know the people that think you know the elohim were giants and there were giants in the bible and and the smithsonian is hiding evidence of giants have you guys ever talked to those people have i talked to my mom yeah i talk to her all the time carl <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> Uh, we haven't had them on the show, but I no, think we've encountered true. people yes. like that and been contacted by people like no, that. Yeah. My mom totally believes oh. that giants walked the earth and that dragons are real because they're mm-hmm. both mentioned in the Bible. Um, and she's not a – You've never you know, told me that. Wow. No, no. She no, absolutely <laughs> believes those things and, and, and sincerely. And, and let's be Patty, fair. what do you say to that then? Um. That's not true is what I've been saying. Uh, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> but, you know, she has an explanation in, in her world. The, the flood wiped out those because they weren't on Noah's ship. So we lost our dragons oh, and our uh, giants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But basically, anything that's mentioned in the Bible that we can't find now her explanation is the flood took care of it. So that's, you know, and I'm not knocking my mom. She's not making these ideas up. These are the kinds of ideas that are floating around it. Like she comes from, she, Oh yeah. We grew up in a very, I guess, very mainstream fundamentalist Baptist background for, for, for Georgia. It was nothing unusual about it, but she also frequently said stuff that I've recently realized was coming from sources like uh, the Apocrypha, which as far as I know, we don't even own a copy of it in our, in our house, but, but the ideas are from the Apocrypha and mm. um, like in the book of Enoch and that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, it's out there in, in, in Christian culture, even if it's not being preached in the pulpits, it's, it's you know, floating around. So different world. It is, yeah. it is, you know, I mean, if I recall my Catholic upbringing, I think we 
treated the apocrypha as kind of more legit than than uh, Protestants. True, true. Oh. Yeah, my my first Catholic Bible had the. It was like, oh, it's like an extended Bible with extra stuff in it. It's really, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. the director's cut. What? Exactly. There's the whole scene with the chain guns, the tunnel, and the aliens are coming. Yeah. Exactly. They left that in. It's a little alien <laughs> breakfast cut reference. I totally got that, Carl. Totally got okay, that. Thank, okay. thank you. <laughs> yeah. That was in the TV version when it aired, but it was not in the first DVD that I owned. Yeah, exactly. I work with a lot of 25-year-olds, Blake, and um, uh, it, it's, it's hard sometimes talking to them. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I, I f- <laughs> Carl, tell us what are you working on now? Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah. So I, I did um, write. I did write that book, the uh, the Skeptics Book of Lists, available on Amazon. That was my my COVID project. So um, you know, many of you kind of remember COVID, where uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You woke up yeah. and yeah. you sat around until other people were working and then you worked and then i'm like i got to do something with my my time in the morning and my time that i'm not commuting in the evening and so i, I started to, I'm, like, I'm gonna write a book I, I think i even discussed this with with you guys like way way back like kind of the whole idea of a skeptic's book of lists and then then i just sort of sat down oh, and yes. yep. yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna write it and uh you know and you just start writing it and then after a few months it starts looking like a book and you're like hey i maybe got a book here and so so yeah that was my covid project and then uh then uh so i published that time well spent yeah last october and um and uh uh and then when i got done that i'm like now what do you do with my mornings because you know i'm 56 and if i don't if I wake up after 5.30 a.m., it's like I've slept half my day away. So, And I don't want to join that old man at McDonald's yeah, club. The, <laughs> the morning coffee yeah. chat. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably a waffle like, house like, you yeah. are. Yeah. But, you know, in Canada, we're cheap. So it's like it's a, I get my senior's coffee for a buck fifty, and I'm happy. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm working on uh, a, a sequel. Uh, this one's actually the, the Conspiracy Skeptics Book of Lists, whereas the Skeptics Book of Lists was more kind of oh. general. Uh, this one's a lot more kind of focused on uh, not just conspiracies themselves, but, like, you know, almost there's there's a hidden world out there, like, that you just don't really notice, you know, like, um, like when you look at, um, um, you know, uh, Expedia, you know, a hotel's five stars or four stars or three stars. Who determines that, right? You know, where did, and uh, so, you know, I talk about, you know, things like that in the book or, you know, if you look at, um, where you know, are they flip- getting these stars from anyway? How, exactly. Who's behind that? What? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I, it's just, there's this huge hidden world out there or, you know, where, where I just kind of, kind of cover and, 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 you know, and it's like, you know, the, kind of the stuff that conspiracy people will make a, you know, a big stink about. It's like, no, no, it's not. You know, look, it, just because you see the the you know the CE on the bottom of your electronics isn't like you know you know Latin for you know approved by Satan. You know, it's it's it, it means something. You know, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I, I'm old enough to remember the fax lore, which is sort of before the internet. There was fax lore. It was like it's like you get uh, viral you know emails today. We used to get viral faxes, which is just yes, exactly weird. Uh, and when, yeah. when, I used to work for, well, I've worked for multiple phone companies and they would have fax machines and copier all in one devices. And sometimes we would still get random fax lore well into the 2000s, if you can believe that. <laughs> 
It's like that is yeah. some old school people out there looking for faxes. Um, anyway, uh, I'm just surprised nowadays that places ask you to send faxes. It's like how? I know exactly. I would I would have to struggle. I mean, I know how to send a fax. I remember I was working at one company, and again, the 25 year old has to send a fax, and he's just looking at the fax machine. He's like. Carl, how do I use this? I'm like, what do you mean? How do you use a fax machine? As if like, like you know, this was huge new technology to me back when I was your age, and now it's just like, are a couple of rocks I can bang together to make this work? Is that how you know? It's just. Like, <laughs> I, I still have a rotary phone around here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a long story, but uh, something on eBay. Oh no, no, I'm not, never selling it. It's a family heirloom. Uh, yeah. Or I well, guess it's a fairly can, earloom, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Reality is, you can still pul- <laughs> you can probably still pulse a line, right? No, you like can. Uh, up until I rolled over, the, 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 too much information. Uh, okay. We recently switched to VoIP here, so I could have a high speed oh, internet. Yes. Okay. And okay. as soon as you do the VoIP, they don't have to they don't have to support uh, that uh, pulse okay. code anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, but but if I went back to AT and T, by law they still do, and it would still work because mm-hmm. it worked up until that point. So yeah, wow. yeah. I, well, I know. I'm, I was going to say, just I know in Canada, the uh, I, until I actually cancel my landline, like, and this is well into the 2000s, they were still charging you an extra five dollars a month for touch tone. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely what? true. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, Carl, you've uh, you've heard this show before. Yes. So I I hope you have an answer prepared. I do. Carl Mamer, what is your favorite monster? Okay. All right. So it's the three phases of Carl. Uh, yeah. So as young Carl, my favorite monster was the space octopus from Space 1999. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, as sort of like you know middle age Carl, it was it's uh, was Bigfoot. Not you know nothing 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 remarkable there. Now as old Carl, it's uh, people who have like thirteen or more items in the grocery store line for 12 items or less. So they are the, <laughs> yeah, they're the new monsters. You classify yourself as old. <laughs> it doesn't give me much hope. <laughs> yeah. Karen, uh, do those are, those are stretch- mythological do, monsters. Do stretches. Okay. <laughs> Keep, uh, yeah. Any opportunity yeah. to stretch, just do it. Well, Carl, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us on monster talk today. All right, no problem. Thank, Thank you. That you. was Thank so bizarre. I, I hadn't heard much about that, but I've got a headache from it all. Well, I love yeah. your show, but I do feel dumber for having learned more about this. So <laughs> it's, but you know, I I commend you for you know putting on your waders and heading into this mess again and again because it is uh, for us. It's sometimes yeah, you make it fun, but it's 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 a it, it is I think a deleterious content of the human mind. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I, you know, a lot. My output has been uh, infrequent. Just because stochastic is the word. Stochastic. I would, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good word too. But yeah, just because you know, for reasons, uh, conspiracies have stopped being fun. You know, yeah, they used exactly. To be, they, they used to be fun, and then uh, I know dangerous. around maybe 2016 for maybe for reasons. Know, for, for reasons, reasons. yeah, it happens. Suddenly, be stopped being fun, and they uh-huh. start becoming incredibly worrying. I hope that that they that they go we back to harmless and fun again at some point. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's why this one's interesting because to me, it's just it's just kind of harmless. Just people staring at old pictures and coming up with bizarre stories. Very bizarre stories. Yeah. 
Well, it does make really? me want to try some more steak tartare. So if, if nothing else comes of it this positive, maybe uh, that one thing. What doesn't influence me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Thanks Thank for having me. Thank you so me. much for joining us. Bye-bye, Karen. Bye-bye. Monster Talk. You've been listening to Monster Talk, the science show about monsters. I'm Blake Smith. And I'm Karen Stolzner. You just heard an interview with the Conspiracy Skeptic podcast host Carl Mamer. He's also the author of The Skeptic Book of Lists, which you can find on Amazon and in our show notes. At Monster Talk, we're always looking into mysteries, but there's one mystery which only you can provide the answer for. Who are you? Airwave Media is doing a network-wide audience survey, and we would love to learn more about you, our listeners, the people who make this show possible with your support and attention. Just go to surveymonkey.com forward slash r forward slash airwave all one word so that's surveymonkey.com forward slash r like the letter r forward slash airwave but don't worry i'll put a link to that in the show notes select monster talk from the drop down list of shows and then fill out the simple questions to tell us more about who you are we hope to hear from you that's surveymonkey.com forward slash r forward slash airwave thanks You can enjoy extended commercial-free versions of this show by joining us at patreon.com forward slash monster talk, all one word, M-O-N-S-T-E-R-T-A-L-K. For as little as $2 a month, you can enjoy longer interviews, unbleeped language, and bonus episodes exclusive for patrons. And if $2 a month is not workable for you, but you still want to help out, be sure and leave us a positive review on your podcasting platform of choice. iTunes reviews in particular can help bring in new listeners and your positive reviews really make a difference. If you want to learn other ways to help out, visit monstertalk.org forward slash support, where you can find even more ways to help keep this show going. Thank you to all of you who are supporting us with your hard-earned money and valuable time. We are humbled and grateful and hope that we always live up to or even exceed your expectations. Monster Talk theme music is by Pete Stealing Monkeys. Thank you for taking the time to check out our show this week, and I hope you'll come back next week for more. been a Monster House presentation.